Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Eating Trick Daddy out, as he put it. Yeah. Those are his words, not mine. <laughs> what's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and here's where we keep you updated on everything that's going down in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other lovely host, A Dub. It is Thursday, and we're getting a little salacious today as we prepare for this weekend, all right? Trick Daddy has joined a gang, uh, but it's not the type of gang you think. We'll get into it. Also, Pusha T has uh, co-signed some criticisms of Drake's Certified Lover Boy cover art. People out there are saying it ain't that great, and they're calling it genderphobic. Also, Playboy Cardi has announced a brand new tour called the Narcissist Arena Tour. Baby Keem has confirmed his album is finished. Nicki Minaj, Young Thug, and more are going to be on Elton John's new album. And Rick Ross has signed a new rapper to MMG. Let's get down to it. We got a lot going into the weekend. We sure do. Let's start off with Trick Daddy. Let's start off with some laughs because everyone has been talking about these comments that Trick Daddy made on a recent episode of Drink Champs. He was up there with Nori and them and I, Trick, and he just sometimes when you just tell people information that they don't need to know, uh, I feel like this was one of those moments on Drink Champs. Right, like I thought the whole thing with celebrities talking about they didn't shower was bad. I feel like <laughs> Trick Daddy's comments is up there too with it. So is Eat Booty Gang still in effect? Well, I, I started, I, I built, I'm, I'm building, I'm building a, a franchise. franchise. <laughs> so, so it's the Eat a Booty Gang. I'm building a franchise up now. I, I, now I'm getting the women to support the Eat a Booty Gang. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Come on, talk. Wait, wait, who is it? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, when you say women to support the Eat Booty Gang, you're yeah. saying women is eating the booty? Yeah, women oh, eat the booty gang. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah. I don't know whether to make noise for that or not. Yeah, I get eight out. <laughs> no, wait, wait, what? <laughs> what is your name? I get eight out. Hey, listen, man. Check this out. All right, Trick, you don't have your legs in the air, though. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Important, pertinent hip-hop news right here. Trick Daddy is still the, uh, the leader of Eat a Booty Gang. Uh, he went into grave, grave detail for whatever reason. Well, Nori did kind of ask for more details, which was hilarious to me, too. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, you don't put your legs up, do you? Like, why is that his first thought in this in in this situation from Nori? Right, like, why you want to put that in your head or trick daddy having his legs up, knees to the face? Like, I don't that, know. That was not the, the visual that I needed on a <laughs> to start my week off. Like, that wasn't what I was, I was looking for this week. And then uh, trick daddy, he also said... You know, he's eat a booty gang, but he's been recruiting women to eat a booty gang, too. And then I didn't know that there was like eat a booty gang mercenaries. Like, I didn't know that. 
I know that they was recruiting people like Jehovah Witness. Like I, I know that that's what what was happening um, with Trick Daddy out here. So um, I, I'm glad that we got that pertinent information out. Right, very very big information that we so, somehow we needed to know. <laughs> and a lot of people try to figure out, well, like who is eating Trick Daddy booty? So that's a good good question. Okay. Step, we need you to step to the front of the the congregation, please. If you are the one that is out here um, eating Trick Daddy out, as he put it, Ew. those are his words, not mine. <laughs> if you are the one that's out here eating Trick Daddy out, please show yourself, show your face, come forward. We have a few questions for you uh, over here at DX Daily. Yeah, please. We need to know. Since we were forced to hear this information. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let's talk about Pusha T and Drake. That is also a saga that just never ends. Um, Now, people are saying that Pusha T is co-signing some comments that were criticizing Drake's album cover for Certified Lover Boy. Now, before we address what was said, let the record show that most of the internet and people on social media were criticizing this album cover. Like, it's been the talk of Twitter, Instagram, and everything for the past few days just because it's a bunch of pregnant emojis. No one was expecting it. Like, everybody has something to say about this cover. So, Pusha T was no different, apparently. He saw everything that was going on. But there was a post going around that academics put up, which which really kind of broke it down, what they felt about uh, Drake's cover. Right, so academics uh, found this post from another user that posted it. So he reposted it, and what it is is it's the it's the cover art, and it says, "Tell me the art world values mediocre white cis male artists above all else, without telling me the art world values mediocre white cis male artists above all else." Okay. And, yeah. So, so basically, it's like because you know we talked about that cover art having an artist actually mm-hmm. design that. I guess the user was trying to be like. Something about white artists being, I don't know what she was trying to say, but mm-hmm. it's like, tell me people are, tell me people are raving about this generic cover art without telling me people are going like above and beyond type of thing. That's how I interpret it. Right. Yeah. It's like, tell me you didn't study for the test without telling me you didn't study for the test. Like yeah. those type of things. You know how people do those on social media. Um, but it's interesting because when academics posted this, who, who was in the likes, who, but King push mm-hmm. that's who, okay. So, um, people are taking that as an, a cosign and an agreeance and him being in agreeance with what the post said. Now I do agree that the album cover was mediocre. I think a lot of people agree with that fact. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like Pusha T liking this or agreeing with this is really groundbreaking. Like, I feel like that's. The general consensus right now is that the album cover was pretty underwhelming. Uh, I I mean, we even joked about it yesterday when, or or the last podcast when we were like, oh, like an actual artist made this cover. Like this is what we call an art at this point. I thought this was like a, a screenshot of emojis on a on a white background. Like I didn't know that this was really art, quote mm-hmm. unquote. So I get the criticism of it. I understand why Pusha T would like it because. Number one is Pusha T. He's super petty. He's shady. <laughs> and he's never going to let up. Once you're his enemy, like, he's never letting up on you. Right. So I'm not surprised. Uh, but I don't think it's really groundbreaking. I'm not, I don't know a lot of people who were wowed by this album cover. Yeah, I, I agree. And I've heard someone be like, it's back and forth if that is the real cover art. Because I'm saying it is the one of him in an emoji form. But still, if it's the emoji repetitiveness, it's still kind of blah. <laughs> no matter which emoji they put, it's still kind of like generic. Right. Yeah. I did see an interesting photo today, though, um, with all of Drake's album and mixtape covers 
on each of the pregnant women. So there's oh. 12 different mixtapes and albums. And for each of the women, there's an album. And it was like Drake birthed all of these different projects. Hmm. And I was like, oh, that's a cool little spin on it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they didn't think that artistically about it. But (laughs) that was a great spin to put on it, like to give it some meaning that it didn't seem to necessarily have before. So I was like, okay, like if that was the case, maybe I I get it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure that that's where the team was going with that one. Right. Yeah, I got what they were trying to do. That makes sense. But I don't think the OVO team thought about that one. So. Right. But they are still out here giving out T-shirts at these pop-up shops. They just did a pop-up in Vegas, and they were giving out some T-shirts out there. So they are still out in these streets promoting the album. But one thing I didn't see was, like, any – like, you know how people usually have poster boards of the album or they have merch with the album cover on it? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. see anything with any – with these pregnant ladies, with these pregnant emojis on it. So maybe it's really not the album cover, even though it has been confirmed by reliable sources. Maybe Drake is just, you know, hitting us with a fake out. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised now because that co- – now that you say if they did do merch for that cover, are you remember the track suits with the 100 – peace sign emoji and the smiley face emoji mm-hmm. that's what it's giving if you do merch <laughs> no we don't so, want that streets don't need that and they know that that's why the merch doesn't look like that the merch yeah. has the lyrics on it and not the album cover because you know nobody's trying to wear no pregnant emojis out here exactly yes certified lover boy eve are you excited are you gonna leave out like some text messages left on red and some um uh, like you know how you leave milk and cookies for santa like what do you leave for drake Oh, I have to, like, ignore all my texts the day before. I have to, like, yeah. start some ish up with people from the past five years ago. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> got to you got to leave out, like, some some Tom Ford, Tuscan leather, mm. uh, cologne. <laughs> you got to <laughs> just leave a few things out for Drake. Uh, for sure. Yes, this is Certified Lover Boy Eve. Okay, now let's talk about Playboy Cardi because he is going on a tour uh, following his collaborations on the Donda album, and he's decided to call it the Narcissist Arena Tour. Hmm. What a narcissistic thing to do, though. I feel like it's very, that's right on brand. If you're going to be a narcissist, why not call it the Narcissist Arena Tour? Right, just name your whole tour that. It's it's very fitting. (laughs) Now it has been a three-year break since Cardi's 2018 Neon Tour, and that got kind of cut short. Now he's going to be ramping it back up, revamping it. And the narcissist uh, is also apparently, allegedly going to be the name of Cardi, uh, of Playboy Cardi's new project. And he said that that's coming out on September 13th of this year. So album and tour back to back. It's looking like. Yep. And that tour kicks off October 14th in Nashville, Tennessee. And he'll play in a bunch of cities. And then it wraps up in Atlanta on December 23rd. So good two months of touring right there. All right, that's for all you Playboy Cardi fans. Now for the Baby Keem fans, he has just confirmed that his new album, Melodic Blue, is done. And of course, we you know, we got that Kendrick feature up there. Uh, but he also is saying that there's some other features that's going to be on the project. And his recent singles, Do-Rag Activity and Family Ties, will also be on the project, which is the song that he has with Kendrick anyway. So yeah, new Baby Keem soon as well. It's exciting to see. And they're saying it's his debut studio album. Is I didn't know it was his debut studio. Yeah, Baby Keem's not that not that seasoned in the game out here, even though he sounds like it. Right. I, that's why I was surprised. I was like, I know he's been out for a little while, but debut album, that's what's up. Okay, speaking of collabs and people working together, styles meshing together, Nicki Minaj, Lil Nas X, Young Thug, and more are all set to be on Elton John's new album, of all people. 
Yeah, Ellen John took to his Twitter and he tweeted, the last thing I expected to do during lockdown was make an album, but here it is. Thank you to everyone who came together to make it happen. I can't wait for you all to hear the lockdown sessions (laughs) when it's released on October 22nd. But for now, pre-order it from today. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, they also did have to be petty and put in the title that the baby will not be on this album. Mm -mm, Not on there. (laughs) Mm, So (laughs) the sites were making note of that as well. But I find it interesting that uh, Elton John is going to have this mix of people. But. Kind of when you look deeper into it, you can expect it because Elton John has worked with Young Thug before. Mm -hmm. He's expressed the fact that he likes Young Thug's style and music. So that's not too much of a surprise for me. The Nicki thing is really where I was surprised because I don't know them to have any um, any dealings with each other in the past. And then the Lil Nas X thing is not really surprising because I feel like the the baby thing and Lil Nas X somehow got tied up together, mm-hmm. even though the baby didn't say anything about Lil Nas X. And then Elton <laughs> John came out in defense of gay people, people with HIV and all of that. And I feel like that was all jumbled together. So the Lil Nas X things make sense, too. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. So it'd be exciting to hear a combination between like, Rap and I guess pop, rock and roll, new and old. So right, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm here for that. Now speaking of new rap, there is a new rapper on MMG, Rick Ross's label. Ugh. was that a good <laughs> Ross impression? A little deeper, a little deeper. I feel like. Ooh. there you go, there you go. <laughs> that one came from the diaphragm right there. That second one. <laughs> now the new rapper that he signed, his name is Smoke Boga, and he's the newest member of the Maybach Music Group family. Uh, the contract was officially announced August 31st, and yeah, he's he's got a new song out called Water Whipping. Yeah, the single interpolates the late Black Rob's 2000 hit, Whoa, so a little ode to that. Mm-hmm. And it finds production duties held down by Gigi Almighty. And also, the clip that they posted, it features cameos from Fat Joe, Nori, and Jonathan Food Guy Chabin. A.K.A. the guy that be with Kim Kardashian. Period. <laughs> Kim's, Kim's friend, Jonathan. Uh, but yeah, so Smoke Booga is about to be reviving the MMG empire. And I was kind of wondering, like, is MMG over? Or is are they not really active anymore? Because, of course, we have Wale, we have Meek Mill. But there wasn't really anything kind of going on beyond that or outside of that. So I was just wondering like what the status of MMG was. So it is good to hear that they have a new person. They're signing new artists right now. Mm-hmm. I- I'm excited for that. Like I want to see, I want to hear smoke on a song with Wale smoke on a song with Meek Ross, all of them like bring, bring the MMG back. Yeah. That was a good time when like all of them were like dropping records and albums and music videos and collabing with each other. That was a good time for mm-hmm. real. You had Gunplay, you had Rocky Fresh, you had Fat Trail at one point. Like, MMG had people, man, at, mm-hmm. at one point. So maybe this will be the return of them. Yeah, Rose did speak on him in a statement with Billboard. He said, I've seen him put in the work from afar, and all he needed is the right opportunity. So I'm excited to welcome the homie to MMG. Rick Ross just knows how to give a good speech, a good, a good uh, monologue, a good just... He knows what to say at any moment. It doesn't matter if he's doing his inspiration talk, his boss talk, if he's welcoming a new artist. Like, it doesn't even matter. Ross knows exactly how to put the words together to make it feel like (laughs) I'm excited about this. Like, I never heard of Smoke Bugger before today, and I'm excited about this just by Ross saying that. Right. He just has that power behind him. It's a good look. That, oh. Yep. (laughs) 
And on that note, we are going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our social medias like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yes, you can follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on all social media platforms. And I'm at A Dub on everything too. Yep, and we will see you tomorrow to kick off your weekend with more daily news. See ya.